Hello, fellow educators, and welcome to episode two of the Red for Ed podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Aaron. 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 Yes. I think we're a big deal. Tell me more. Well, we had 800 listeners the first time. Holy cow! And if I could, I would personally thank all one all 800 of them. Each individual listener. I would give them a handshake. High five. Maybe a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> but whoever you are, thank you. Yeah. We honestly appreciate it so much. It's it means so much to us that you're actually listening and sticking around. And hopefully thinking that we're actually semi-interesting in what we have to say. So. Yeah, and if we're not. No. Sorry, maybe tried. You, you can come. You can take over. I guess. Yeah, you can uh, have be all a guest. <laughs> I'll sell you this stuff. You can do it whenever you want. But yeah, no. Um, we're gonna start off by talking about the meeting that we had this past weekend. Aaron, want to give me a little information? Yeah. So uh, we ended up at the liaison meeting for um, Phoenix area. Well, I guess it was actually all of Arizona because I do believe Prescott showed up, and I know. Um, shout out to Flagstaff, who I know had their own on Friday afternoon. Yeah, right? I saw that they were at picnic tables outside. Yeah, my that's friend so, was telling me that's about so it. Flag. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. They, they're just flagging it up. They probably came down from the mountain, and they're just, like, ready to shred, and instead they had there their liaison go. meeting. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> we were not in Flagstaff. We were in Phoenix. We were not shredding. And, um, yeah, so we had, like, a little AEU, AEA get-together, and with all the liaisons, and I know a lot of people might have seen some pictures of it, um, it was not a rally or a protest. It was just a bunch of liaisons getting together to share some ideas. Um, we had, like, a conversation at the beginning with everybody, and then we broke up into our individual districts and we had some really great conversations I think with um, the people in our district what do you think Jay yeah for sure the coolest thing for me was you know when you you're a teacher teachers you understand this when you go to those trainings or seminars yeah. uh, like we went to a Kagan, Kagan training a couple times in out in Maricopa which by the way is forever away <laughs> and shout out to my Maricopa fans yeah and um, <laughs> When you go to those trainings, you get a lot of cool ideas from teachers. Yeah, you get cool ideas from the person giving the training, but it's nice to kind of break bread with teachers and talk about things that can help you in the classroom. This was kind of the same thing, except we're not allowed to talk about it inside the classroom. <laughs> um, it was really neat to hear other people's ideas, what worked for them, what hasn't worked for them, how we can help them, how they can help us. It, yeah. it was neat. It was it was awesome. Yeah, our main focus was getting everybody on board for this walk-in that's happening on Wednesday. And... Um, I'd say that we got we got a lot a lot accomplished. We got a lot of liaisons in our district mm -hmm. on board. We got a lot accomplished with the walk-ins, and then we even kind of dared to step our foot into the idea of what we'd all need to take on if we decided to do a walkout. There was pizza. There was pizza. From Great Red Devil. Pizza. Shout out to Red Devil. Yeah. I did not know it was that good. It, it was really good. Yeah, I mean that's like. It was tough because I was waiting in line and I was like, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. And once I got to that line, there was pepperoni, there was cheese, there was a little bit of veggie. veggie yeah. Shout out to the two wonderful ladies, I forget their names, but they made that nice salad too. Oh yeah. What a, what a nice day. It was a great day. Good day to, way to spend your Saturday. Yeah, afternoon. I called it the acronym festival because it was AEU and AEA meeting together, you know. Kind of like Coachella this weekend. It was the same thing. You had food trucks. You had entertainment. You, you had, had festival hair. Festival hair. I was sweating. You <laughs> had a bullhorn. You had Noah rocking that bullhorn. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's his name? Doug from AEA. That oh, guy. Yeah. 
That guy seems like a cool guy. Yeah, definitely. I want to get to know him. I want to know Doug. If you're listening, I want to know you, dude. <laughs> and you know, people are going to be like, oh, AEA. Like, you give. You know what? I'm not talking about AEA. I'm talking about Doug the Human. <laughs> Doug the Human, you seem like a good dude. And I just kind of want to hang out with him. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, so. <laughs> we have some big events this week coming up. Besides Doug. <laughs> Besides meeting Doug. Um, so, some events we have going on this week. Like I already said, we have our statewide walk in. If you're not already involved in a statewide walk-in or you don't know um, if your school is holding one, make sure you get, um, I don't know, get involved in that. Find out where one is, where you can find one if your school is not having one, where, um, I don't know, go out and stand out in front of your school if your school is not having one. Get people interested. One thing you have to remember, guys, is this. As long as it's before contract hours, there's nothing anyone can do. Right. I mean, I know I sound like such a tough guy when I say that <laughs> but it's it's true it's before your contract hours you're good yeah do you I know a lot of teachers here were worried last Wednesday about um, having their classrooms ready when because I know I come early and got everything ready but it all worked out we walked in we basically just went and got our kids and went went to our classrooms it was good yeah. I mean the anxiety from some of the teachers one of our friends, her name rhymes with Langela. Uh, you know, she just couldn't imagine not going to her classroom before. Yeah. But once she got over that fact, I saw her out there and she was doing her thing. And I bet some of the other schools that did a walk-in last Wednesday can attest, like, the energy level from my coworkers when we were done with the walk-in was insane. Aaron. We were all, like, jazzed. Aaron, I was ready to run through a wall. Yeah, it was so exciting. <laughs> I, I would have punched you in the face. If I could. <laughs> uh, but another Anyways, event that we have yeah. coming up for our district that you might want to check out see if your district has going on. Uh, we have a governing board meeting coming up on thir this Thursday, the yeah. 11th? No, Wednesday's the 11th, so the so 12th. So the 12th, the 12th, yeah. good math. And <laughs> allegedly, knock on, I'm knocking on wood. Fingers crossed. The whole thing. Allegedly, they're going to pass a resolution. Is that, is that what it's called? I, I do believe so. The You guys have seen it. It's I'm probably crazy. saying things I shouldn't say, but... Allegedly, they're going to pass something that fully supports the Red for Ed movement. Yeah. All uh, we know is that on the agenda, it right. says there's Red for Ed on there. It actually says hashtag Red for Ed. It so does. congrats to PESD number one for being trendy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one cool thing is that regardless of what your board is doing, one thing I would recommend is showing up in numbers. Yes. Whenever they're having a governing board meeting, show up in red. I know it's probably Thursday, so your red shirt might be a little dirty. Might have to watch the night before. And I know ours are late, so, you know, it can it takes a little bit of... It's a day. Yeah. Motivation, I guess. Um, but yeah, we're all encouraging everybody to show up to the board meeting. Just We're not asking anybody to necessarily speak. We just want them to know that we're there and we're listening. Right. And that brings us to the next event speaking of listening the next event that's huge is the d-backs game on the 18th that's next wednesday yes so i we're not sure if it's a officially sanctioned d-backs event if they're saying like yeah go for it but we're going for it so <laughs> we'll be there in true uh, fashion in true fashion they're gonna be playing the giants first pitch is around 6 40 i sound like i'm doing the sports update yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the pitching matchup is yet, but I'll get that to you. And Check the, out on Twitter. The cool thing about that is that's going to be a big opportunity to spread the word about yes. the Red for Ed movement. And that's something, sorry for cutting you off, no, but that's cool. something that I think like we really need right now is like, I don't know, talk to the dude on the corner. Just let him know that Red for Ed is all, you're all about it. And anyways, that's what I'm hoping to do at the Dimebacks So game. all the dudes on the corner at the <laughs> D-backs game, talk to him. Except the guy on third base. You can't talk to him. Get it? You can try. Get it? Runners on the corners? First and third? 
Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You don't get that? Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry to let you down. It's yeah. all right. Her boyfriend will understand. Yeah. Right, Will? Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the big thing about that is is it gives us an opportunity for to be activists in the community and for people to hear us. Now, I am not going to be an activist the whole time. I have a plan in my head, okay? I'm going to okay, be honey. a fan for an inning, an activist for an inning, a fan for an inning, an activist for an inning, a fan for two or three innings, Okay, I see, where you're, I see where you're going for this, with this. Because, uh, I mean, I'm going to be at the baseball game. I want to watch some baseball. So those of you that, like, like baseball, as I do, I do enjoy sitting down at a baseball game. Love it. It's great. Having a beer. Some, yeah. Some pretzels. Not pretzels. Uh, peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. There you go. That's Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks. Um, peanuts. <laughs> anyways, I'm just really excited to talk to people. I'm going to be in my AU shirt or my Red Fred shirt and, uh, yeah, get out there and spread the word. Yeah. So... That's going to be a great event to go to, yeah. um, especially because I think a lot of the public is starting to become part of our side. Yeah. But there are still some naive human beings, there. and I'm not gonna like get into too many details. But there's a guy who loves to write editorials, mm-hmm. who lives somewhere out in the Western Valley. And if we could talk to that guy. Oh, if I could talk to that guy, I would love for that guy. Something that I thought was interesting that I think people are a little bit misled about is like early release days and uh, oh, late yeah. start days. Like he said that in his editorial. Yeah, that I didn't just, read. It was just you know, I mean we don't. I know that we have early releases on Wednesdays at our district, and I definitely am not here, or I am here until. 3, 30, 4 o'clock, just like any other day, if not later. I feel like those days are the days where I'm working the hardest sometimes. Right. You have, like, a smidgen of extra time, and you get, like, carried away. Okay, today's the day. I'm going to plan everything. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's that's definitely – because even the days where I don't have something serious going on, it's like we have practice. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a meeting for our Washington, D.C. club. We right. have this. We have that. You did Girls on the Run, which is a yeah. great program, by the way. Awesome. And there's just never a chance. Like, Wednesday is not, like, chill day. No. For the kids – yeah, the kids go home at twelve thirty or at one o'clock for us. They probably go play some video games, do their thing, shoot some hoops. But yeah. for us, it's it, we're grinding until contract hours are up. Yeah, and so it's just like something I know that I would like to share a little bit more with the communities around us. Like you see what the children go through every day. You see them leave early. You see them come to school late. But we're here day in day out till our contract hours are up, working our tails off, getting everything done. You so. have a tail. I do. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I know. <laughs> but you're right. You're a hundred percent right. It's 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 unfair for someone outside of the profession to judge what we're doing and our schedule. For example, my dad's an engineer, right? He works for uh, Otis Elevator. I would never go to my dad and be like, hey, dad, you know, that elevator really sucks. You know, (laughs) I didn't. What can you do about that? What can you do? What are you going to do about that? What have you been doing during this, you know, from 9 to 10? You know, all, all your other buddies were outside playing playing tag, <laughs> having a cigarette or something. What, what were you doing? You know, you don't do that for other professions. Yeah. Why do people do that for us? Because I, I don't know. I think they think that we're lazier than we are. Right. Like, do you, would you ever go to a pilot? Let's say you're on a plane, right? And one pilot decides, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Do you ever go up to the pilot and go, like, hey, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't often ask people about their bowel movements. But. No, but it's it's true. That's his break. Like, there's another guy in the in That's the cockpit. It, the plane That's is fair. safe. You know what they say? Once you go up, it's it's autopilot, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyways, we're off topic here. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, another event that you can look forward to this week um, is actually Tuesday at four. They're meeting outside the KTAR oh, yeah, building that. again um, to protest, which. 
Um, should be really exciting. That's when I first kind of stepped up and got involved in this movement in the first place was the first KTAR thing. So, <clears throat> right, Ducey I, will be on. I can't make it because I have a softball game to coach. But if anyone sees Governor Ducey, tell him I send my best. I hope he's well. Happy April. Happy Easter. I uh, hope you enjoyed watching the Masters, potentially. I'm really, really impressed by your take on this right now. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I, I tried to be Mr. Snarky. I tried to be friendly. Tried I tried to, to be mean. I tried to invite you to the classroom. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. You know, I'm just going to try the, hey, Governor Ducey, hope you're having a great day. Hope his interview goes well. Hmm. Okay. I wonder if he says like as much as I do on the, on the air. You'd have to listen to find out. I, but I'm not going to listen. Yeah. You know why? Because we probably won't be happy about what he's saying. Well, that too, but I'm going to be coaching. Oh, there you go. So that's, that's a perfect example yeah. of why teachers... <laughs> By the way, so that reminds me, coaching softball is great. I love it. Love coaching my kids. We practice four days a week till 5 o'clock. We have games that sometimes I don't get home till... Our games are in Central Phoenix. I live in Tempe. We don't get home till I don't get home till probably eight thirty or nine some nights. Holy smokes! And I mean, it's a thousand dollar stipend, twelve hundred dollar stipend, which is great, which is cool. It, you know, you build relationships with the kids, but at the same time, it's like another thing that's really like, is it really? Am I getting paid enough? I mean, if you broke it down hourly, probably not. No. Yeah. I know this is me kind of just complaining about me, but <laughs> no. But other teachers are out there thinking the same right. thing. I hear it. I hear it all the time. I mean, yeah. No, I. I, I hear where you're coming from. Right. It's, it's frustrating because... We put in a lot of effort because we're teachers and we're right. expected to put in the effort. And we love to do it. I know I wouldn't... I'm going to do Girls on the Run next year and every year until somebody tells me I can't do it anymore. Until the girls aren't run. <laughs> yeah, it's near and dear to my heart and I wouldn't trade the world to be out there. Right. So. But yeah, so up next we have an interview coming with uh, Nicholas Martin. He's a fourth grade teacher up in Deer Valley and he's going to talk to us about... Uh, how to have that difficult conversation with some staff members that are a little hesitant to walk out. Yeah, and I know that's something that I strangely had a couple conversations about today with uh, staff members just about their concerns and um, what we as teachers are going to need to do to provide for ourselves if it comes to a walkout. So, so looking forward to it. Yep. Here's that interview. Okay, so we're back here with Nick. Um, you want to say howdy, Nick? Howdy. <laughs> um, Howdy. He tipped so, his cowboy hat. <laughs> anyways, um, Nick, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? So, uh, my name is Nick Martin. I teach fourth grade language arts and social studies at Mirage Elementary in the Deer Valley Unified School District. Awesome. Um, so, how did you get involved with like the Red Fred movement? Um, I'm a huge Twitter advocate, which I'm going to give a shameless plug to my Twitter handle right now. Not shameless at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, MR for Mr. Underscore Martin, and then underscore four, and then TH. So definitely follow him on Twitter. Yeah, and we'll, we'll put his Twitter handle on the link once we release the pod, too. Sweet. Yeah, because he wants followers. <laughs> I think that's what he's trying to say. As baby teachers need yeah. right, like Twitter yeah. followers. So. Slowly but surely. Slowly. You guys are getting them. But, um, yeah, so what made you really committed to this, I guess, is the question I want to ask. 
Um, what I appreciate about the Red for Ed movement is just the professionalism that I think yeah. has been the foundation for this movement. Uh, lots of times you can see the potential for a lot of negativity when these things are discussed. However, following um, like Noah on Twitter and listening to the positive reactions from the media, which is pretty rare when it comes to things like this. Now, everybody has a teacher. And not only that, but I feel that if we could get one message across like big time because of the media right now, it's that we are a nonpartisan movement. I right. emphasize that all the time too. I hear ya. It's right. huge that we have to come across as nonpartisan because. Yes. Um, you're right. We are everyone's kids. And the people who I find don't support it are more the outliers anyways. Yeah. Like the majority of people I always find if you are willing to engage in a dialogue with them are supportive of the Red Fred movement. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because it, it this is one of those things where I don't really think it matters if you voted for Trump or voted for Hillary or voted for this. You can relate to the fact that everyone in, that is listening has had a positive educator in their life that has made a difference. And, and no, I said educator. I didn't say teacher. Because yes, absolutely. for me, I mean, there were so many teachers growing up that were awesome. But there were also so many, you know, parents <laughs> and, and aides and... Mm -hmm and PE teachers and nurses and you name it that yeah. are just have are stuck Absolutely. in my memory, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So um, I guess what's like the most exciting part for you to be involved with this? I found that the most exciting, exciting part is mm -hmm. to be the liaison to my campus and just the yes. dialogue that I've gotten to have with my co-teachers and fellow like faculty members about what the Red for Ed movement is. Yeah, have you found it tough to like have that dialogue, or is it? Um, are people at your campus pretty open to this? It goes, it goes back ways. and forth. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I think that there is almost an art and a craft to talking about mm. the Red for Ed movement. And if like, and I people get sick of me always mentioning this, but yeah. I'm like, we have, the positivity is like my huge thing. Uh, for example, the other day I was walking through the hallways and this uh, crossing guard decided to say to me, oh, take off that Red for Ed shirt. That's ridiculous. And I just kind of turned and I was like, I could have turned and been like, who do you think you are? Like, hey, all you do is walk kids across the street. You <laughs> I know? <hate> like, you. <laughs> right? And I could have got super negative, but I just turned to him and I just said, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And he goes, well, it's all it is is just you teachers. And I said, well, what do you, I, I asked him, I said, what do you know about the Red for Ed movement? And by the end of our 20-minute discussion, not only <laughs> was he in tears, but he actually bought Red Fred t-shirts for all of the people underneath him and his family members. He bought over 15 shirts. And if you could see my face right now, yeah. I'm like so impressed. That's awesome. And I think it was just like, you have to be positive and yeah. just come back to, why are we here? It's not about, it's not. That's cool. Us, I don't want to say us teachers aren't a part of it, because we need to also be unashamed and you know, advocating for ourselves, but it is, we are fighting for student-centered funding. In yeah. the end. And once people learn that and they realize who is the umbrella that this mm -hmm. covers, they're much more willing to. And I wish that the, the media would stop covering it as like teachers demanding 20% raise. Right. It's like, that's not that, yes, that is one of the, what, five, four, I can't remember. Five, five. Demands that were released, like one of them. Don't get me wrong. I said this in the last podcast. I'm going to say this podcast. I'm going to say it again. More money? Sure. Yeah. I am not going to be upset about that. But what's important is the funding. You know, our kids in every – if you're listening to this podcast, you either have a kid, are planning on having a kid, are going to school yourself, whatever. Everyone can relate to this. Schools need more funding. End of story. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get that, I don't know, I don't know how Arizona is going to move up in the ranks. 
Well, education is a social contract between people. Like, even people who don't have kids, like, right. education is something that we as a society need to be contractually obligated to fund because yeah. strong schools equals a strong state. And it equals a strong economy, absolutely. Right. If you have strong schools, that in turn brings people into the community. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, there are so many businesses popping up in the Valley, especially, I can't call for the rest of the state, but I know, you know, down in Chandler, there's all those, uh, there's IBM, there's, there's oh. an Apple plant, be down there or whatever oh, wow. and there's just all these companies at tempe tempe town lake looks like silicon valley now <laughs> absolutely it's, cra yes, it's crazy it when i came to asu it was not like that it was yeah. like mill avenue and a bunch of nothing yeah it's Devil stadium now it's <clears throat> glass buildings and state farm and this and it's crazy and in scottsdale all these businesses are popping up so people are moving here but there are, I, I think there's a hesitation to bring their kids into the public school system because yeah. of this reputation we have. Definitely. So it sounds like you have a lot of, um, a big message to send about positivity. <laughs> um, do you want to like take that and run with it? Like what, like what makes you, what's your message? I think if I could get, if I could talk about anything right now, it would be how to positively engage with uh, faculty members, both certified and classified, about walkouts. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a tricky slope. It is a tricky and very slippery slope very quickly. I will let you know that I've had a lot of success <laughs> in getting my uh, coworkers to sign the pledge to do a walkout if yeah. it came to that those escalated actions. Right. Um, so here are just some of the steps that I took in order to get such a positive reaction. Was number one, I find that even though technology is super powerful, yeah. we also have a great divide in education right now where people are like, I don't know how necessarily to get onto this website and sign <laughs> these demands. Right. So something simple I did was I just printed also being data driven, I like to know who signed <laughs> who didn't sign the Sign-ups. This is absurd. But continue. Uh, and so we'll tweet out a picture of this. We'll we'll hide the numbers. But we'll hide the numbers. Maybe I can share it or something. Um, all I did was I just went on and I said, okay, what information would they type in on the website? And so I just now when I dialogue with people, I have their name, I have them write down their address, phone, and email, and I said, I'll do the technology portion for you. That's an that's a great idea because I know like. Um, a lot of people aren't on the Facebook page, aren't on whatever, and so it's like they're not using like all the tools that are yep. available out to them. Right I mean, now. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I didn't get Facebook until this Red for Ed movement took off oh, because it kind of scares me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It does. I don't want like my aunt liking every post about like from yeah. my or like I, I love my I, students I, finding me. Oh, I love that seeing that me. See, you guys don't have to worry about that as much, but as a middle school teacher, oh, absolutely. Man. I don't know because one of my fourth graders comes in the other day and goes, "I know what vehicle you drive and I know what your license plate number is." Oh my goodness! I was like, oh, oh my gosh. So we should probably get that guy checked out. <laughs> so when you go talk to the psychologist about Red for Ed, maybe mention that kid too <laughs> yeah hello no. just kidding buddy so <laughs> so that's a huge one for me it's like just taking that technology burden off people they're like okay and it's yeah. kind of funny because my faculty and staff or the faculty and staff i work with they know like if i'm walking around with my clipboard i'm out dialoguing about red for ed um. it's kind of become this side of like oh no nick has his clipboard. here he goes he's on his roll he's on his roll it's after hours of course not yeah. contracted time and they know and then they know too like oh now's the time i can ask nick about red for ed as well yeah. so that's one thing i've done that's been really huge to do that and then i find that i do not walk into a classroom and go are you willing to walk out for kids? 
I think that's one of the worst things that we could ask people right now. The first thing I do is I go in and I just say, hey, how do you feel so far about the Red for Ed movement? And in about five to ten seconds, I'm able to tell whether or not we can dialogue about a walkout or not dialogue about it. Yeah. By either body language or what they say. Okay, so let's role play this right now. So I'm about to love this. Okay, so I'm gonna be, and this is great for a podcast listener because you can't see any of this. But like, let's 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 demo this. I'll be a third grade teacher at your school, and I'm sitting on a wiggle seat, by the way, which is very necessary. They're nice. Let's just pretend my name is Mr. Stevenson. So you want me to just, oh, yeah, you're you're still Nick. <laughs> oh, I'm still Nick. Oh, good. Uh, so I just walk in and be like, so, Mr. Stevenson, how do you feel about the Red for Ed movement? Uh, Nick, you know, I love it. I'm I'm all for it, but it's just, I'm, I'm just worried, you know. I got retirement coming up. I have this, and I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my job. So your fear, so what I hear you saying is your fear is that you're going to uh, lose your job in your retirement. Yep. Is, are there any other fears, or is that kind of your top one? No, that, that, that's that's basically it. I like my job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a totally valid fear. And I know that a lot of people right now have that same fear that you have. And so um, being a new teacher, I actually don't know too much about the pension and retirement. So if you don't mind, I'm going to write down your question, and let me get back to some of our leaders, and I'll be able to come back to you more with that information later. Aaron, he's good at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is it. Wait, well. <laughs> <laughs> then he would take your job. Yeah, and this is not scripted. This is literally what I go and do in classrooms. And so yeah. that was the number one question I got was, what about? my pension what about retirement and I'm like I don't know and I think yeah. that ability to say I don't know let me write it down and get back to you yeah is great um so I have like five ways to dialogue being a teacher I'm wow. like here's our ways like number <laughs> <Stop>. one <laughs> stay positive yeah always number two listen mm-hmm. listen to people I find, I had this, like, uh, I printed a list of the, you know, like, when you, uh, what's it called, like, the phone list of people Uh to call on campus? I find that's a quick way to get who's on our campus and who's like, okay, on these days, I'm going to dialogue with these people, and on these days, I'm going to dialogue with these people. And I found, like, I did not get through my list at all because I would walk in and say, hey, how do you feel about the Red for Ed movement? And they already know I'm their liaison. And... I would have conversations that lasted 10, 15 minutes, right. which is great. That's actually That's what like, people need. awesome, though, and especially, like, because you have this positive message going, and it's like, so now these people are making a connection that this movement is a positive experience because they're meeting with, with you, who are so That's positive. The goal. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. And I can't emphasize how far, when listening, the words, I understand, and absolutely go like those words go so far with people Mm -hmm. because we are talking about something that is scary for a lot of people I agree yeah and they there's a lot of like also I find guilt and shame that people have had like I want to do it but then I feel guilty because I don't want to do it or like oh my gosh I feel so shameful and I'm like Whoa. And that leads me to point number three is let it be a process for people. Yeah. They don't need to sign the walkout pledge right away. I find I say a lot of, to a lot of people, why don't I find you tomorrow when maybe you've had some time to think about it? Yeah, chew on it. Chew yeah. on it a little bit. Um, go home and talk to your spouse. Take the weekend. Yeah. So those, um, those are my three. And then number four would just be to uh, give people time. Let it be that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last one is just stay in communication with your administration. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Like, I went in and I just go, hi, 
what are your feelings about the bread for I just did what I do with the teachers. Yeah. What are your feelings about bread for Ed? And just our conversation and our dialogue was fantastic. And just to be able to ask, what can I communicate to the staff about your feelings about Red for Ed? Because that was also one opposition I got was, we don't know how the administration feels and all these things. So having that honest dialogue. Mm -hmm. All right, so last but certainly not least, this is definitely important. Uh, we've been getting this question a lot, and I've been seeing it floating around the uh, discussion board and on Twitter, board support, governing board support. Um, where's your district at? What district? Deer Valley, right? Deer Valley. Okay, so where are they at, and how are you going about that process? Because that's a little different than talking to your principal. Right. It's completely different yeah. than talking to your principal. <laughs> we are having a governing board meeting tomorrow. Cool. And we're actually going to have a tailgating party Nice. Uh, with oh, teachers, fine. and we're all going to be wearing red. And I know that the board it is on the agenda for them to vote on whether or not to support the Red for Ed movement. Yeah. So it sounds like, I mean, ours is Thursday with the with that on their agenda. Yours is, what, tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Sounds like, I mean, other people should check out their yeah. board meetings. Shout out to, see. and I said this last time, shout out yeah. to like Dysart and Phoenix Union. Yeah. They were really the ones to get the ball and rolling. Peoria. Peoria, right. Peoria. <laughs> this is going to be part of what I say tomorrow at our board meeting. But we are looking Ooh, to our scoop. board. Oh, with a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking to our board as our leaders and as our visionaries to stand in solidarity with us. The teachers are already yeah. doing that. Yeah. But we need boards to unify our districts. They're that unifying element that we need. So it's important that we keep our message positive to them as well. We do not want to come across as political and negative when dialoguing with them because yeah. that's going to be something they don't want to endorse. Mm -hmm. right. And I get that. Mm -hmm. I totally want to empathize with That's that. a bad look for them. Mm -hmm. That's why when we we actually have been communicating with our governing board, and when we had we had a walk-in last week, and our governing board president, our superintendent, and another member wow. were at the walk-in, wow. which is so cool. It was cool. He would know that if he listened to episode one. But. I did listen to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to act surprised. You were telling me about it, so I was like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, he knew that. Okay. So, um, shoot. Do you know, um, like, your district, I'm guessing, um, like, how did you find out it was on the agenda, I guess is my question. I found that out when talking with Kelly Fisher Okay. Um, at the most recent liaison meeting. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yes. Okay. So, because I'm just wondering, like, ours is on the agenda too, but I guess mm -hmm. I don't know, like, where those about, like, where those came, come about. So, like, I know a lot of people in part of the movement are wondering how to get their boards approval or on board with it. So I guess just communication with them is key. Communication. I think that's show up. <laughs> show, show up, up to them. That's, that was our presence. first movement too, was show up, talk to them, and then just constant communication. And if you're wondering a way to get out the word about all this, mm -hmm. I cannot emphasize the power of the PTSA. They are huge, right. huge, huge, huge. They have a lot more ability to communicate the Red for Ed movement than we do. Right. And they are just an awesome, awesome resource for teachers. That's awesome. If you've so. not reached out to your PTSA, I highly recommend doing that. Do it. Yeah, that's a great point you brought up, Nick, about the PTSA. And if your school doesn't have a PTSA, um, I would recommend talking to the school social worker or yeah. the parent. Like our district, we have parent engagement liaisons that go out and talk to the parents. And... The parents, we can speak to this, and you could, did you guys have a walk-in last week or no? We did not. You did no. not, but we can speak to this, that the parents are definitely curious. You're going to yes. notice this on Wednesday, they're going to be like, what the heck is going on? Because the ones that do know are going to be like, oh, cool. And the ones that don't know are going to be like, what the? Yeah. They're going to be confused. So it's a perfect opportunity, whoever you have to get out, uh, to use to get out and talk to the parents, that's critical. Because if you don't have the parents' support, you're not going to move very far with us. Yeah. 
So, um, anyways, we are here with Nick and... I think we're going to keep him on for the rest of the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of... I, I just enjoy talking to him. So, instead of saying goodbye to Nick, we're just going to wrap it up. And <laughs> if you have any great advice like Nick does, I really appreciate yeah. him coming on here and telling us about how he's been so proactive about this movement. Um, you can shoot us an email and let us know. Our email is red for ed podcast at gmail.com. There's no hashtag in that one. Are you sure that's the email? Uh, <laughs> there's a question mark. Right? <laughs> or just tweet them. They yeah, would just like tweet that along. Yeah, so you can tweet me at J-A-Y-A-Z-C-T. Or you can tweet me at at Aaron, a teacher. Go ahead and go ahead, Nick. Or that's more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Mr. So M R underscore Martin underscore the number four T H. Yeah, we might need uh, we might need to fix ours because yours is smooth. Aaron, a teacher, that's easy. But ours, it's kind of a little wordy. Martin's bro. really Nick Martin's common. Yeah, that's, my that's true. Yeah, that's a lot of true. Nick Martins. Not a lot in the Red Fred movement, though. <laughs> so the last thing we wanted to bring up really quick was how the public sees this. And Aaron, I, I heard that on Twitter. You saw some poll or something. I think it was actually on the AAU discussion hub, but I'm going to throw it out there anyways. So um, they polled people in the community to, to ask them how they thought teachers were paid. And it, it's kind of an actually an interesting turnout. 68% of people said too little. 5% said too much, and 21% said about right. Can I speak to the 5% real quick? Go ahead. Talk to them. No, I, mean, I want to talk about them, not yeah. to them, because okay. that's my point. Don't engage. Right. The 5%, I see people who go on and they find these hateful t- um, people who are spewing stuff about teachers, and they want to, like, defend us, and I'm like, no. Yeah. You look at, they might have 13, I was looking at one the other night, they had like 13,000 followers, and they said something like, all these teachers should be fired who are part of the Red for Ed movement. But of all their tweets, that one had zero likes. Yeah. Right? Because right. don't engage with that. Engage. I know. Just don't engage with the negativity. Stay positive, because the minute that negativity sneaks in is when our solidarity begins to break down. And if we aren't in solidarity with one another, then we are not going to win this fight. Absolutely. It's hard. It's hard. Take a breath and come back to it before you send anything. Yeah. Yeah. My like inner East Coastness comes in. I just want to be like, you know. But I, I, I gotta, I gotta just realize that there's only one person, one group of people that matters, and it's the kids. And that dude's opinion doesn't matter. I'm fighting for my kids, and that's all that matters to me. So on that note, I think that's all we got for today, Aaron, unless you have something else to say. No, just, you know, continue spreading the word, everybody. Yeah, and thanks again, Nick, for coming on. That was awesome. Thanks, you guys. I appreciate it. I I got to say, we've been two for two on guests. Uh, Haley was fantastic hearing her... horror story. Oh my gosh. And now Nick a little more of a like a romantic comedy. Did you just compare this to a rom-com? Yeah. I mean there's nothing wrong with that, right? Everyone enjoys a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's it's cool to see two people with two different um ways of talking about it talking about the same thing. Yeah. And as everybody's been saying, you know, our stories are the most pow- powerful. Right. So like this Bringing the positivity out there is its a great message to send. Oh, no. And, like, those stories are what... It's like positivity with anger, right? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. This positivity needs to be matched with passion and anger. And that's where, like, power through it yeah. comes into play. Like, yeah. those stories are very valid. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's all we have for today. We'll be back Friday. We're going to be interviewing Noah, uh, as we like to call him, Hollywood Noah. Now, he's kind of like the Babe Ruth of the Red Frame. <laughs> he's become like a big deal. Eventually, we're going to have to talk to his publicist. When we saw him at the liaison meeting, I was like, he's that tall? Yeah, he's tall. <laughs> okay, so I hope you're looking forward to our next podcast. And um, thank you again, Nick, for coming on. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, in solidarity, Red for Ed, and... Stay positive. Yeah, stay positive. <laughs>